Good morning, y'all. Welcome to the Living to Die podcast. And today we're getting into feeling our feelings, the why, my experience with it, the how to, and um, just a little bit more info, book recommendations, and where I get my own information and revelations. So the reason I wanted to get into feeling um, our feelings as the first, one of the first podcast episodes is because I feel that in my healing journey personally, what has made my life so much easier is the ability to give my body what it needs. Um, I have a little bit of a saying, and I'm sure it is not unheard of by you guys, but resistance makes things worse. It does. Like when you have a triggering thought and you just constantly think about that triggering thought and how to make it go away, it just stays. So when my body tells me that I'm sad or that I'm angry, more just like your body is literally telling you that it has a biological need to return to homeostasis. If it needs to cry, it needs to cry, right? There's a reason that you're crying. My, like, I just feel it feeling our feelings and not not criminalizing it not 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 giving a negative connotation to it is so important and being able to live your life without judging or shaming yourself the one person who should be there for yourself is you right the one person who should be understanding and compassionate is you to yourself because you are the only person who is there to witness it all who's there to stand by it all you tell your body to do so many things for you every single day the least you could do is give it the time to grieve, give it the time to exist. My experiences with not feeling my feelings versus feeling my feelings. Going through a breakup, um, I've gone through a breakup, two breakups with the same person, both breakups, completely opposite experiences, simply because one breakup was about resentment and holding on to these things about this person. And on top of all of that, it was about avoiding the fact that this person had a big impact on my life when they left. I had so much pride about the situation. I didn't want to let them go. I didn't want them to eat. But on top of that, I didn't want them to know that I was that they hurt me. As if my life depended on it, I would run away from the feelings that I was feeling. I would run away and, and, and not admit to myself that I was really sad that this person had left me. Because I didn't want to victimize myself. And there, to an extent, yes, you shouldn't victimize yourself. But understand that your body still has needs and it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to be the person who is crying. It's okay to be the person who is healing. There's a difference between crying, right? And just crying it out because like, and, and, and avoiding that feeling and really hating yourself when you're crying. And crying and accepting the fact that you're crying and loving yourself through that emotion. Letting yourself feel it. Watching yourself feel it. Um, And I'm going to get into the how-to a little bit later. But that was the first part of the breakup. The second part of my breakup, like the second breakup with the same person, it felt, one, really good. Because I realized at that point that no one in my life can be there for me the way that I can be there for me. And that's not even like a isolationist, independent woman type thing. That's just a real thing. Like only you understand your own perceptions, your own reality, because you are the one living and creating your own reality. Recognizing that and not feeling ashamed to be vulnerable with myself 
by myself in my own room in my own space that is powerful when you take the time to just be yourself around yourself think the thoughts that you may claim as negative or bad go ahead and let yourself think it for that quick moment go ahead and let yourself go cycle through those angers and and almost like treat yourself like a child that's hurting you know when a child hurts when a child is like making taking a tantrum maybe they're taking out their anger on somebody they say some things that they don't mean they like get so frustrated like oh no you don't love me whatever blah blah blah. but deep down you know that like that kid is just angry and it's okay you know not to take those words to heart because that kid just is trying to deal with this overwhelming emotion and that's how it really is you're trying to deal with this overwhelming emotion in the situation that may or may not be new to you but you're still dealing with it it's still happening in the present moment and don't judge yourself do not judge yourself that's what i mean like there's a big difference between crying and feeling ashamed and crying and feeling peace afterwards because you know that you took care of yourself in that moment Feeling my feelings, allowing myself to feel these things, and being able to show up for myself and be compassionate for myself above anything else says something to yourself. It says something subconsciously to yourself. It literally tells you, no matter what, I'm here for you. No matter what, I will show up for you. That's kind of, It's kind of like an inner child healing, right? Your inner child was wounded, and you're literally showing up for them, saying, it's okay. I'm here and I'm allowing you to feel these feelings. Feeling my feelings definitely got me through that breakup because I think I would have, I think if I kept resisting those things, it would have persisted way longer than I needed to be. Because eventually, after a whole bunch of crying, you get to a point where you just feel free automatically. Like you don't need to cry it out. You know what's on the other side of that feeling. Going more into the how-to, um... I think it's important that, one, you recognize that do it in your own safe space, right? If you're doing it around people that you don't trust, that you know are going to have a negative reaction to your emotions, it's not. Like, I'm not sure if that's going to end up good for you. You You better have some real tough, like, steel blocking out the haters mindset. So I suggest you do it in, like, preferably alone or maybe with somebody that you really, really trust that you know will not judge you. Two, give yourself the time and no judgment is key. No judgment for yourself. No, like if the if you have negative intrusive thoughts that come in while you're feeling your feelings, that's 100% normal. And recognize that those thoughts aren't negative. That is just in relative to your life, in relative to you and your experiences, it may be negative for you. But that thought in and of itself is not a bad thought. That doesn't make you a bad person. Stop over-identifying with your mind. Three, when you're done crying it out, you can't cry it out. However long it takes, it may take a while and that's okay as long as you are showing, you're allowing yourself to take as much time as you need. You're not rushing it, you're not pushing it, whatever. As much as time as you can afford. Um, take a step back after that. Just think about what happened. Analyze it, do some shadow work. Um, and I really suggest like doing something in nature or probably like maybe even working out, getting really like putting that feeling into action and just to push it all out, you know? Um, really good 
book recommendation on like sitting in the uncomfortable is Things Fall Apart by Pema Kodron. Definitely if you're looking for a little bit more of like a guidance there into Buddhism, great place to start. Things Fall Apart is amazing. Um, but yeah, that's my take on feeling my feelings. Uh, this is something that applies to me. This is what makes it work for me. But understand that your healing journey is yours. If take what resonates from this and if nothing resonates, that's perfectly okay too because there's a million ways to take your path. So I wish you guys the best of luck.